welcome to the City Life Podcast. This podcast is here as a resource to journey together, connecting where you can, whenever you can, in your everyday. Enjoy listening. Be encouraged to share, be inspired, and be blessed as you do so. Hi, City Life Church. Um, it's the first in our new series of podcasts in 2024 all about the presence of God. So this year I'm going to be speaking to hopefully a load of different people all about their experiences and thoughts around the presence of God. And I'm starting the year, blessed to start the year, by coming to see Roger and Nerida. Taka, woohoo, hello. Morning. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to the podcast. I'm very excited to have you both here. I've been wanting to speak to you, Nerida, for a long time and... I spoke to you, Roger, last year, and we talked about all sorts of different things. But, um, yeah, really excited to be catching up with you two first. Particularly, um, just wanting to... I, d- I don't actually necessarily want to set an agenda or ask too many questions because um, I want to know what you want to talk about around the presence of God and what it makes you think about or what it makes you feel and your ideas or... Right, in the presence of God, I always feel... A joy that you don't experience anywhere else. And I remember thinking about his presence and suddenly I had this amazing joy that was indescribable. Mm. And I knew it was the presence of God. Mm. And yeah, I haven't ever forgotten that and I don't think I ever will. So when did that happen? Well, I don't know if it... It wasn't that long ago. I would say it was about... Two months ago. Oh, right, okay. So this was very, very recent, but it was so real. I just felt ah, that God loved me so much Mm. and that fullness of joy that I've never, ever experienced again. It was just amazing. And and I don't know if it happened when I was waking up, you know, when you have that time where God is there. But you're not. <laughs> yeah, I have it more when I'm going to sleep. I think. Yeah. Well, like that, that bit where I'm like, oh God, just sometimes just yeah. speaks to me. I'm like, oh hello. I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if it was in a dream yeah. or where it was, but I know it was real, and okay. God was in there saying, "Yeah, this is my presence, and this is fullness of joy." So. And that's what the scripture says, doesn't it? That yeah. His presence is fullness of joy. And I, mean, I think that's that's an evident thing for both of us that we do mm. um, enjoy that life, mm. the fullness of life, and you know um, the presence is a person. It's the Holy Spirit. It's it's God in us, mm. through us, resting on us, mm. abiding in us, and and um, like a dove, you know, if you. If you listen to anything that comes out of Bethel, I suppose our journey of using this phrase, hosting the presence of Mm. God, which I find quite a helpful phrase, sort of started for us maybe eight, ten years ago. We thought, how do we do this? And of course, it's it's the Christian life. God Mm. longs to abide with us. So that, you know, before we started this, we were just talking about, um, uh, you know, how we came to know the love of God. Mm. And um, 
you know, we know that as children or as Christians, uh, when we encountered the love of God and we accepted um, that we needed a saviour, that our sins got in the way of, mm. of God's abiding presence within us. Um, you know, when we made that decision, we were moved from the kingdom of, of darkness into light. The blood of Jesus washes us clean. Mm. And so in that, the presence of God abides within us. Mm. Now, the interesting thing, of course, is that as you go on through life, you grow, hopefully, being fruitful. Mm. Um, in humility, we ask God to prune us so that we are fruitful, um, so that actually the presence of God uh, can be given in greater measure. Mm. Jesus modelled it, didn't he, mm. really, in the Father. Um, you know, mm. he, he had the dove and his baptism rest upon him. And, you know, the image of a dove sitting on your shoulder, mm. if you want the presence of God to remain with you, you walk carefully, you walk with integrity, you walk in humbly, you walk in purity, Mm. Um, you know, because the dove is easily um, frightened away. And so I think it's what is inside of us mm. needs to come out so that we bless other people. So the mm. presence of God is seen in us mm. and active through us. And that's, mm. that's the journey of, of our life. But it's a joyful one, as Nerida was saying. But also... Um, the presence of God only remains in us, I believe, when we obey him. When we disobey, mm. his presence is not there. And I have experienced that. Mm. When God said to me, Nerida, I want you to go to Eritrea. Mm. And I was a twin that um, was not the strongest twin. I was the one that didn't do much or say much. So when he said, I want you to go to Eritrea, I said, I cannot. I don't even know where it is. How am I going to get there? I won't know anybody. I can't do it. And so the presence of God just went from me. I had no peace. And I knew I had to do what God told me to do. So when I did... The blessing of God really came mm. because mm. he met every single need. I had to supply everything. I had to supply the money to get there, you know, clothes and everything for five years because I didn't know how long I'd be there. And I did say to God, I'm only going to go if you give me a husband. And God said, no. What you do, <laughs> I want you to do. And ultimatums, yeah. <laughs> So when I did, what did he do? Yeah. He gave me Roger. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't have anything better, could I? Yeah. Oh, that's good. It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I find it really, so at the moment, I told you earlier, I was, we've been listening to Lectia for Families, which is, which is really good nowadays. They've really, they've nailed it. But one of the phrases they used, they're, they're talking about fruit of the Spirit, and they talked about the fruit of the Spirit being evidence mm. that God is at work in your life. And I love that sort of analogy. And, and actually, for my kids, I think it's been quite helpful. It's like, 
the fruit of the spirit we talk about you you know you ought to be joyful you ought to be mm. you're gentle you ought to be these things but it but it's actually not that is it saying the fruit of what god if mm. god remains in you mm. and you remain in god this is going to be what is the, the evidence that he yeah. is there yeah. so it's almost not so it flips it around not something you ought to be but just something that god is going to work through you naturally or mm. supernaturally as you know it is but but i love that and i guess I can see that and what both of you are saying that's actually that you remaining in God just does produce and you were talking about joy and that moment of joy and and actually I do I think it's a real encouragement to know that having God's presence in us just yeah. it just comes by being you know yeah. remaining in him it's nothing you can do Exactly to do it. Exactly, which is which is incredible <laughs> because also I'm like I'm so you know I can be so grumpy or I can be so for me it's just things like I you know I, I want to do all these things but I I can't just magic it up you know I can't have discipline on purpose so it's almost encouraging to think okay well I can sit back and do all I need to do is make sure I'm remaining in God and you know. Um... Because this is the first one you're talking to other people, um, I, I would encourage anybody who's listening to this, if you haven't listened to Bev's um, you know, piece on, on this laying out, if you like, where we're going in the next few months, it's a, it's a good listen. Yeah. Um, because what it does um, is lay the foundation in the Old Testament of how um, God's spirit... Mm. Um, rested, abided on people like King David or Elijah or Job or, mm. or any of the, the characters in the Bible, the, the advantage that we have, of course, is that we're this side of Calvary. Mm. We're this side of the death, the blood of Jesus being shed for us and Pentecost, the giving of the Holy Spirit to the disciples and to all of us uh, you know, after mm. that. So that where the Holy Spirit, as Bev mentioned, sort of abided on these people and then, you know, Moses as well, uh, you know, all, all of the characters you read about, they didn't have the advantage of the indwelling and the presence mm. of God within. The presence of God was seen, mm. you know, by the Israelites who didn't actually want the presence mm. of God. They said to Moses, you go and speak to yeah. God for us. Um, you know, but now through the blood of Jesus, we have access to the holies, mm. to the presence of God, because of of what Jesus has done for us. Mm. And so, I don't think I can, um, you know, I can't disconnect not just uh, the process of being born again. It's actually being filled with the Holy Spirit which for me happened through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is my desire that um, all of us should experience the mm -hmm. touch of God in that way because it's his promise, his gift. He came to the disciples mm -hmm. after his death and breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now the challenge, you know, you were, you were rightly talking about the Spirit of God within us producing um, the characteristics of God, mm. you know, of, of uh, peace, joy, long-suffering, patience, kindness, mm. goodness. These are the, the fruits of the spirits. Mm. The challenge for me is, 
the abiding of the Holy Spirit upon us mm. so that we will do what we read about in the mm. New Testament. And that that's a huge challenge, you know. So Jesus commissioned his disciples, go heal the sick, raise the dead, mm -hmm. open eyes, unblock ears. Well, you know, <laughs> that is the challenge. Of, yeah. Of the... And there is, there is a real challenge there because... You know, we believe that as Christians, when we accept Jesus, he, you know, we receive his spirit. So it's the spirit of Jesus living in us. Mm. And I don't necessarily think that that, that that changes. But there is also a truth that there are moments, like you described, where the presence of God comes in you and you know that it's there and you feel it and you experience the presence of God. But there's also the walking daily, which you can either walk daily with the presence of God in your life or you cannot walk daily with the presence of God in your life. And and that I think where it's actually it's actually quite challenging to sort of mm. consider. I have I know I have the Holy Spirit mm. because I accept I accepted Jesus and therefore his spirit lives within me. Mm. But I also know that on my daily, you know, going about my business, I don't stay in step in the way that God really desires me to, you know, because we God so desires to hang, us, to, to hang out with us, God <laughs> <laughs> so desires to do that, and I. But I do feel like there is this, there is this tension between what is true always yes. and where we need to just get in line. And I think I don't know if either of you can speak to that. I mean, you talked about Eritrea and mm. and your disc piece over that. And I guess the thing is that what I believe about that is that not that God's presence departed from you as such. Yeah. But actually, that there is a blessing in obedience, obedience, yeah. uh, like a specific blessing. Yes, mm. yes. Um, so you, you're so right, Vicky. I mean, that's really important, I think, to to stress because it's the fullness of God abides in us, um, and I mean that's just amazing. Um, so it's what's inside needs to be given away to the outside. Now, so that there's an imperative um, challenge to me and to you, to all of us, mm. is how do we live before God so that the presence of God, um, so that his, his desire is to give us all things in mm. Christ. Mm -hmm. um, but in his kindness, he only gives that which we can oh, carry. Okay. And, and so, you know, um, the challenge for me is, Lord, in, you know, narrative prayer often is the more. Give me more, Lord. Mm. And and so our desire is to receive mm. the more, but if we can't handle it, it's like, you mm. know, the analogy I, I've heard of, you know, giving a child a key to your car <laughs> and saying, okay, Don't there, do that, guys. There's, there's the gift. You you know, go and use it, of course, he'd crash it. And I, and I think that in a simplistic way, in a kind way, God gives us the measure of which we can carry. So I need to be challenged about that and say, Father, how? What? what is it that I want to do? What is it that you want in me? Um, because I think, you know, this is the whole thing about dreaming, about wonder, about asking, you know, resting in the presence of God, imbibing it, marinating in it, so that we become more like mm. him. Um, so the challenge is, uh, 
because I do want to see these things that we read mm. about. I, I really do. Um, mm. What do you think? I think we all want to see <laughs> the more and what God wants to do. And I think he is the greatest role model. Yeah. You know, he went every day of his life healing the sick yeah. and being there for those who were in need, whatever their need was, and he met the need. And that's what I would like to do, meeting the needs. Yeah of my mm. community, my friends, mm. whatever they need. Because in Jesus, yeah, yes. not in your own strength. Jesus in us is able to do that. Mm. But the other thing I wanted to say was um, I love walking in the garden because that reminds me of Jesus walk, when he walked in the garden mm. um, or when God walked in the garden in the very beginning mm. with Adam and Eve. And he talked with them. And I find God talks to me in the garden. As I look at the flowers and I look inside them and I just think praise and worship comes because if you look inside a flower, inside a snowdrop, the design and the detail inside is so amazing. And you think, wow, this God who made this little snowdrop loves and cares for me and has promised me so much, you know. I have to trust him, mm. whatever circumstances I'm in. I can trust him because he is greater than what I can imagine, think, whatever. He is greater. Yeah. There's a beautiful prayer in Lectio this morning, which I just put into my journal. It says, Holy Spirit, breathe new life into our stories. Expand our hearts and our imaginations. Stir up our longing and desire for you. Draw us after you and we'll run together. Um, and that's what the presence of God is about. Mm. Um, I think that, like you, we've longed to enjoy that with other people. Because mm. it is a personal thing, but it's also a corporate thing. Mm -hmm. And, as you know... Um, Worship in song is an easy way for us to access because um, not only is our mind involved, but our hearts, our, our soul, our spirit connect with the presence of God. So singing worship um, is one way in which I would encourage people, uh, you know, to give expression because out of that, God inhabits the praises of his people. And so... If you do that, you're opening a doorway for the presence of God mm. in your life. And so we know that, um, you know, where we gather um, together or even in our own homes, just listening to worship is a good mm. tool. Mm. And, and I think the other thing, too, is, is the word of God is given to us um, because within that is the story of God's love mm. for his creation, for, for all that he's made. Um, so rather than just reading the Bible, um, which is good in itself, you know, reading the stories and, and absorbing information, you can turn it around to make it a prayer. Mm. So that when you read something, uh, you know, when it says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me, you can stop there and you can pray that. Mm. Um, because that's 
opening yourself up mm. for, for God to release presence mm. over you. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I find mm. reading the Bible. Because sometimes it'd be quite hard and dry, you know, you just read something and think, oh, oh, yeah. again. But if you turn it around into a prayer... Yeah. I guess I think of you guys, both of you, as being people that are, <laughs> like, quite steeped in the presence of God. As in, you, you, and please correct me if you feel like this is not okay or not. Well, know, I like what you said so far. Well, <laughs> oh, do you Come know what I mean? Like, more. it's the fruit of years and years of being committed to. Well, you talked earlier about your quiet times and how that's been just something that's been every day. You know, it's like yeah. this, 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 um, not only regular but almost constant just resting in the presence of God that has actually produced in you guys something quite different from anybody else really that I know that I know um and so when you spend time with when I spend time with either of you guys it's like you know that you're encountering a person who is steeped in the presence of God and it's really encouraging I'm also really aware that there are people who are on the other end of this spectrum. Not that they don't have the presence of God with them, but they really struggle mm. with... Yeah. I, I suppose the idea is maybe that they're mm. longing for an experience of the presence of God. Yeah. But feeling like finding the presence of God is actually really challenging for them. And, and I think... I wonder if you guys have ever had experiences like that or you could um, encourage those of us who are actually just thinking, I, 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 I don't ever feel the presence of God mm. in my life. Mm. Yeah, what would you say? Yeah. Well, thank you for kind words. <laughs> Bigging you up. <laughs> we, 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 we receive the blessing of that. It's, it's all the glory is to God because he... And of course, we're not actually that great, really. We're we're a work in process, Vicky. But it's kind that you you've seen a little bit of light <laughs> shine. Thank you. There are there are lots of areas in our life that God yeah. wants access to. I speak personally, mm. um, and I, and I, I think that a phrase or something you know when you were talking, I interrupted you and, and said, you know, God likes to hang out with us. Mm. Um, in the end, when I stand before God, I want to stand before him as somebody who was his friend, who he loved and who I loved. And then I can say, you know, wasn't it lovely that we shared a life here together, Father? Mm. Because I know that in eternity it's going to be even better. Mm. And so wherever you are in that process... Um, I think you need to know that God wants to hang out with you. He wants to you to experience him. And we will all have different ways. Nerida loves the garden. She loves... God is so incredibly full of creativity, of love, mm. and it's there for us to experience. It, it's not like it's locked away. Mm. You know, we've only got to knock and the door opens. Mm. And I think the knocking process is about just humbly coming before God, recognising our need for him. Mm. Um,
confessing anything that gets in the way of that. Mm. Um, you know, habits that in his love he wants us to let go of mm. and, and chains that bind us are broken. Sin, mm. you know, longs, it, it waits at the door, it says, mm. to, you know, to, to infect us. But mm. because we're in the blood of Jesus, washed in the blood of Jesus, thankful for that, you know, that dominion is broken off of us. Mm. And so we need to believe that. Mm. So if you're struggling, um, just, just gently ask the Holy Spirit to come and, and show you anything that's getting in the way. Mm. Um, and there may be absolutely nothing, but it's about learning to mm. receive and listen, and that will be different for other people. Mm. You know, it might come through um, just quietly sitting, sitting and just allowing God to speak to us. Mm. Mm. Let go of your phone, turn it off for a, yeah. a few hours, say, I'm That's not, me, Roger. I'm not going <laughs> to look at my phone. Yeah. I'm going to just spend 10 minutes where, it, you know. Yeah. That um, phrase at the beginning of Lectio when they say yeah. the scattered, let's, you yeah. know. Yeah. Is it quiet our scattered yeah. centres? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. yeah. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And it helps me every day. And yeah, I, I, can't, I can't remember the word, well, but every day I'm going, you, okay, yeah. You okay. read it every day, don't you? Just, yeah. Well, I listen to it, and I'm fine when I sit down, because you're breathing, and then it's, you know, yeah. I get the kids up, or yeah. do I need to put the oven on? You know, all those things. I'm like, okay, Lord, just help me. I wonder, too, if we listen to the wrong voice sometimes, you know, the voice of condemnation. I don't hear the voice, I don't feel the, feel the presence of God because I'm this, this and this, when actually we know that we've been, by the blood of Jesus, we've been placed into a relationship with God who loves us and wants to abide with us and talk to us. And it's maybe a step of faith sometimes for some of us just to mm. say, yes, Lord, I know that you love me. I, I write down, um, you know, when a few days ago I thought uh, about temptation in my life and I thought, well, you know, how do, I, how do I deal with that? How practically can I deal with that? And when I was just thinking quietly about it, it occurred to me the simplest way was actually to believe what God has said in his word. So I then found some scriptures mm. about temptation. I wrote them down. And I thought, right, in the next time that I face something which I might battle with in my life, in terms of purity, I have something that I can declare in my life and speak these words. This is what God says. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm with you, always. Um, you know, so I, I think sometimes journaling is a good, mm. good way to, just to listen to God. Sorry, talking too much, darling. You are talking quite a bit, Roger, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, sweetheart. <laughs> well, I just feel that as you read God's Word, He gives you something. And I can't find it at the moment. But because I'm getting older and older, 
God said to me the other day, you will remain vital and green. And I was saying, so I took that and declared it over myself because I want to remain vital in his kingdom, mm. vital, you know, to my neighbours, to my friends, vital. So it's a pretty big word in many ways, isn't it? But, um, yeah, and I want his purposes for my life to be achieved on earth. And I know um, that I haven't achieved all those purposes yet, so I'm still alive. <laughs> but my, I feel God has said to me that I will see people being healed and restored. And that's what I want to see. That's why I go out onto the streets on a Saturday. Not every Saturday, but every fortnight probably. Because I want to see people being healed on the streets. Um, because that's where he wants us. He doesn't want us just to be in our little huddles. He wants us out on the streets where we can testify to his goodness, to his grace, to his love, to what he's able to do. So he's promised that I'm going to see it, so I cling on to that promise, and that's why I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah. I like the green bit, dear. <laughs> Green is youthful. <laughs> well, I always think of both of you as very youthful. For sure. Yeah. Well, there's a vitality that comes from the presence of God. Nero just started this talk about the joy of the Lord. Yeah. You know, there are times in which I just howl with laughter, um, you know, because of the, the, the sense of being loved by God. You know, if I could skip like a child, then I would. <laughs> <laughs> but I can sort of Whoa! yeah 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 <laughs> it's good so good. oh it's so good loving God isn't it and being loved yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good mm. oh guys mm. it's been a joy to talk to you thank you so much it's, I feel like talking to both of you has been probably a really good way to kick off good the new year yeah. So, um, yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you for giving us the opportunity yeah. to share again. Love it. Oh, it's my pleasure. And everyone will have a unique experience, so everyone who comes after us will have something else. That oh, of course, yeah. and that's you know, the richness, and yeah. that's why we do this. So. We look forward to hearing them. We do. Okay, well, bless you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Right.